up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, uh, I'm in the building, Nick. I'm back. We in this thing. I, I just want to start this off. I know this is your show, but <laughs> I want to start this off by saying, why did you scrap our on-the-phone Kanye oh, podcast? It sounded like shit because of this fucking mixer. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. It's, it's, well, I'm trashing this thing. I'm going to get a new one and... But this Zoom's working for right now. It just makes it hard to Thanks edit. Thanks for having me over, man. Yeah, for sure. People loving the crew, dude. <laughs> the crew. They love The crew goes the crew. hard. This is for all the uh, Pod Thomas Anderson followers we have on Instagram. This Already, thing. yeah. Tied them over. We have 30. Yeah, we got 30 episodes in the can. No, no, we have 30 <laughs> followers with no... With no support. We just got another one just now. You like that unfounded, just like, I could just tell people we got 30 we're sitting on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to be talking about hereditary, and it'll be 2020. We did every out. Paul Thomas Anderson movie plus every Spielberg movie. Because yeah. <laughs> be- we're pros. We're pros. We want to give the, we want to get, we're like Netflix, man. We want to drop this pod. You can pinch it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good supplement for you to go through. Some guy messaged me on Twitter, actually, asking, he's like, what would be like the order you'd watch Paul Thomas Anderson movies in? And I'm like, the, the order they were made, right? I was like, that's the way to do it. You see, is like evolution as a filmmaker too. Like it's well, neat. I mean, I don't know of another order you would go through it. I don't either. I was trying to think of an interesting like order you'd go through. I'm like, I think just the order they're in. Honestly, he is he going to be a fan? Who was it? Can we say? I'm not sure what uh, who it is. Uh, People are already the anticipation. Is so yeah. high for this. Well, it's a dude that comes to the mics, uh, apparently, but he uh, his Twitter's really funny, but I just haven't met him. He uh, He's a real nice dude. His Twitter's funny, but he doesn't do stand-up that I know of. Twitter's funny? Yeah, it's a good Twitter, because I actually messaged him. My Twitter like, is straight ass. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see a bad Twitter, go to ChrisIvy901. Just promoting shit? Well, I'm, I'm promoting terrible Twitter. I don't do anything with it. Well, I mean, that's... Because I, I think it, I respect people, like... Peter Davenport has an amazing Twitter. Peter's Twitter game's on point, and this is how I know is because I was, I didn't know it was him because he goes by the the name that casual he has. Casual Thursday, yeah, it has casual. It was like Casual Thursday when I when he followed me back when he first started comedy, and I was like, who? Is, I asked Olivia Cathcart. Uh, I was like, who is Casual Thursday? And she was like, that's Davenport. And I'm like, oh. Well, this fucking Twitter rules. <laughs> like, yeah, Davenport's great. Go follow Peter Davenport on. He got some. Uh, he got some Twitter heat like going. Like he he uh, he had a post he made about. Uh, it was like calling. He wanted to change the name of Bryant Denny Stadium to Lane Bryant Stadium. I think that's that was a great tweet. And uh, he got a lot of uh, a lot of attention for that one. Some dude, uh, a good buddy of mine, retweeted it, and I'm like, you know, Peter, and he's like, no, nah, I just thought that was funny. I know, Mr. Casual. <laughs> this probably love, yeah, we, this, this, this probably whole podcast is just us talking about Peter. He's going to love it. He's going to listen to this and be like, man, thank you guys. It probably sounds pathetic to like successful Twitter people, too. They're like, man, these guys are foaming at the mouth over 30 retweets that they didn't even get. Well, no, I mean, it's a good tweet. It is good. And fuck you if you uh, feel that way. But yeah, what a... Uh, what a year for Trump, Can I read a tweet from... Yeah, let's not even... This is a great one. 
Trump staffers are taking a uh, cue from DJ Khaled and have stopped eating out. <laughs> That's good, man. That's a good. He's answer. for everybody, you know. He Do- is. Doesn't he get is. too dirty. Only one retweet. Come on, man. If he were famous, if he were Patton Oswalt, that thing would be on a Yahoo article. He should be one of those Twitter people where you don't know who the person is, but it's like they got a lot of followers and they're really what funny. What if we just ruined his whole thing that he wants to do? I don't well. Well, let's switch the topic. Back. Let's switch the topic. It's the what's done's done. What's done's done. This is finished. You know I'm not editing this. So. You're not at all. <laughs> Sorry, okay, Pete. so can we talk about what we were talking about after the movie? Uh, which thing? You got a pocket pussy. Yes, I did. I was actually posted it on Instagram. Yes. Um, how that? It's kind of funny how that came to be because uh. I was with a couple of buddies of mine, and we were watching uh, this VHS tape he had from Sturgis, the Sturgis mm-hmm. bike rally. Yeah. And I don't even know what it was. We were talking about pocket pussies, and I'm like, well, if we go to Love Stuff right now, which is a, a sex shop here in Birmingham, uh, I was like, I'll buy a pocket pussy if it's like $20 and under. This is actually funny. I liked how I, liked how I asked you, I was like, did you buy a flashlight? Because I saw the picture on Instagram, and you were like, "Well, Not that. it was a pocket <laughs> pussy." Yeah, it's and, like, it, and then it got me thinking. It's like, is it the name that's turning us off of this? Maybe because it's a terrible name. Because I was telling you, I was like, if so, if like a woman gets a vibrator or something, yeah. It's like, yes, bitch, right. take care of you. Right. But if a guy like has a flashlight, it's like, oh, that Gross. is disgusting. Yeah, and I get that because I kind of thought that there is something creepy about it. They're like, there's cleaning shit I had to get for it and stuff, too. <laughs> you know, like, it's disgusting if you don't clean it. Um, Which means he used it. Absolutely. Yeah, he used it. table for one dumb boy. It's so you. good. It's it's a good thing. I think if you're, like, skeptical uh, skeptical about getting one, go get one, try it out, and you won't regret it. That's for sure. It's like you already... table for one dumb boy will reimburse you if you don't like it. Yeah, and that's a guarantee because you will like it. And I, I, I don't have to come out of pocket I, for I guarantee it. Here's a here's an interesting thing about sex toys too is uh they're awesome. They're awesome and also they're like, supposed to be used to have fun. You they know? have yeah the pocket pussy section in particular they have different ethnicities for pocket pussies. Uh, I have I, I like black women t- typically uh, and. Um, I was like jokingly to my friend. I looked, if we were on a morning radio show right now, if someone had said that, if you would have said that, someone would have been like, bwah, bwah, they're, bwah, they're hitting, bwah, yeah, boing. <laughs> I wish I had a soundboard of that shit. But here's what's funny is I looked at all those and I, I picked a, uh, like, there was a white woman uh, porn star that was like molded after hers and I picked it up and it was like $22. And I was like, oh, here's a, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if it's like the black one's cheaper? It was. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's the same exact brand, everything. The black woman's pocket pussy is cheaper <laughs> than the white one. We are one. treading on some really gross territory. For it's, uh, it's, I didn't make the decision. It's you gross that they, it's gross they did that. Love stuff in Alabama. What's up? Yeah, you know? it's weird. It's weird they did that. The pricing on it is very racist. I, you said something that was very interesting. You were like, yeah, I don't have to look at uh, porn anymore. I, I don't. Uh, well, usually, like, oh, that's actually a, a plus. Well, you remember how awesome and exciting it was when you first found out how to jerk off. Yeah. It's like that again. It's like you can use the old noggin, the old imagination. and 
Yep. People come here whenever I'm, I guess, uh, when I'm a guest on your show, probably to hear movie reviews. And it's yeah, like, now it's this. It's like, we have movie reviews, but we're getting into the shit. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you'd bring that up, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm uh, I'm taking it, you know, like, uh, uh, as a MRA, I'm going <laughs> to say it's totally, we need to take this it back. Is, that it's <laughs> This is the rock I'm standing on, guys. <laughs> uh, and it's a little mushy. I will say, <laughs> men's rights activists obviously are stupid. <laughs> like, uh, but I mean, if I had to pick and one I, and thing, and I didn't say what I said about like when people get vibrators, they're like, "Yes, bitch." I'm just like, "No, I know what you everybody, mean." Congratulations! You're no, I think everybody should be comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, I certainly am now. Clearly, you said you went with like two guys who were giggling at the store. Oh yeah, my friends were giggling like like. 12 year olds it, this, it's like when you first go to the sex shop they're like look at this this is a and I will say this they were laughing some of the shit was like porn that they had it was like porn parodies yeah. which were funny they were like you know yeah. like Star Wars parodies all that shit yeah Scooby Doo me or something like that yeah but it's like <laughs> or something I like I that'd be a like, weird one like, I did a pun a really terrible pun and I was like but bestiality like fuck, they fuck dogs on that one um, yo 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 <laughs> but yeah, there was uh, there were people there, like couples looking at shit, and uh, I think that's good. You need to uh, spice up the bedroom. When I when I lived in, I grew up in an area of Memphis, which is sort of a suburb called Cordova. Yeah, and I lived there for. I've lived in different parts of Memphis, but I lived there for a while. And they opened a sex shop called Crystals. It was a huge deal in the community. People like petitioned it. Did it, and then what they did is they like another company bought security cameras above the parking lot. So if you went to this store, like your car would be on a live feed and people could see you. That's fucked up. Isn't that insane? You should have your privacy. Isn't like, that weird? Like who thought of that? That's insane. They're like property values will go down. It's like <sighs> yo, it's. I think people should be comfortable with that. Uh, we grew up in a we grew up in a weird time. Yeah, to where it's like you remember, like it was a stereotype. Like there was always like a creepy dude in a trench coat shopping at the sex shop. It's like fools just trying to come, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Let them do it. Let them do it the yeah, best way a they lot can. Of it's probably like couples who are just like, "What do you want to try?" Right? You know, like, like that. Hey, we're. Oh, we're having fun. I'm sorry. You're I don't. Not. I don't want to sound like an episode of Savage Love or something like a Dan Savage <laughs> podcast. But like, I do think that like sex toys will spice the bedroom up and save a relationship potentially in some cases. Nikki T is starting an advice. <laughs> that would be terrible advice. oh no could you imagine how insufferable I would be if that's the route I started going it's like an, a sex advice podcast from me somebody that like fucks had to buy a fucking pocket pussy but first of all um, I do okay you didn't have to buy it you get to I did. buy it I wanted you get to. to buy it I right? wanted to because I jerk off anyway who doesn't you know if you don't you're weird yeah this is this is the Nikki T burden he must bear for us all. Right. And if you're thir- like if you're nearing 30 and you're like not into like your own kind of thing as far as porn too, like something that's not meat and potatoes missionary, you're weird. What? I don't know that. I don't know that. I think so. I think by the time you're 30, you know what I mean? 
You gotta be into something. Don't give me a you know what I mean. It could be something. I, you ever hear people try to win arguments? <laughs> they don't give. Me I thought maybe you did. If they don't give okay. me information, and they're like, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll explain. You're on a podcast. What do you mean you don't? You well, know I'll explain. Like you know, for me, it's like not even anything crazy. Like I like, uh, for example, like thahas and shit like that, and like yeah. like. If you're just like kind of like, I just like a naked woman getting fucked missionary by a guy and jerking off to that. Like, that's you haven't evolved from being like 12 years old and finding about jerking off, really. I mean, I guess that's fine. I don't want to shame you if that's what you're into. It's it's a little odd to me that you, you wouldn't like delve into something different. The evolution. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's a very problematic thing I just said, but I mean, no, I do kind of. You're think, okay. I'm really just messing with you. It's very nuanced, though. It is. It, it, it's I just hard like to seeing you kind of squirm in the chair a little bit after. Oh, that's that. just my anxiety <laughs> crippling me. <laughs> so I went to Atlanta uh, last week. Also went to New Orleans too, but I didn't see a movie. Doing some shows. I did shows. I had some other stuff. I had to do work stuff. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. It was you cool went to, to the crow. two banger cities of the southeast too. I did, yeah. I did. I did Star Bar, which was a lot of fun. That's a good one. That's that's like a rite of passage in the South. Like I would say, I've done it before, but this time was fun. It was <laughs> as opposed to last time. Well, there's a whole story about last time. Both times were fun. I'm not. I love that show. I mean, anytime on a Monday where you can pack a room so much that. You can't even get through. Yeah, it's got some real, real. Yeah, I mean, it's like it. the best show in the country. Yeah, you hear like, especially like among comics, like, oh, do you hear, you know, so and so? It's amazing. Headline. Go and it's a, they call it Starbucks. It's Star Community Bar. If, if you're in Atlanta on a Monday for any reason, you should go to that and enjoy. Just banging comics after one after the other. But I went to a movie theater that was one of my favorite movie experiences ever. I saw uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Which is an incredible documentary. I had to wait a minute. I'm, I'm having to wait a minute on that one because I just, I don't know if I can emotionally handle it. I it, think you can. I think he, but what was great, it's like an old movie, old movie theater felt like from the 70s or so. And uh, it was just great. It was small, only a few screens. Next door to it was a Japanese ramen place. Oh, hell yeah. They didn't even serve any beers that weren't. Like Asian beers. That's what's up. It was but, great. Dollar fifty Kirin Asahi's. I was like, this is money. Explain what that is. That people who eat sushi and stuff, and they know what a, a Kirin's a type of beer. Okay. It'd be like if you walked in somewhere and they're like, "Hey, Yingling's a dollar fifty. Oh, that's what's up then. Oh, it was great. You hit the it jackpot. You hit the jackpot. Yeah, two dollar uh, Japanese vodka shots. If you were into that, oh hell yeah, incredible ramen. I was like, this place is amazing. Oh, I'm off uh, color code and CRO now for the DUI, so I'm back in it, baby. I'm <laughs> not like definitely not party animal level, but I do drink casually now. Like you know, I'm gonna drink, have a couple of beers tonight. Uh, but yeah, that's great. I need to go. It was time. awesome. I would recommend everybody see. Won't you be my neighbor? He's a very interesting guy. He's even a better person than you can imagine. It's what with were, no dirt. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's he's one of those guys that seems like people were trying to find dirt on and just couldn't. Too. And like, I think people think he's like some sort of simpleton or something. Like, but he was he worked part of the documentary. 
he was like on the very uh, beginning of when they started studying child development. So like Dr. Spock, who like wrote one of the first books about child development he worked with. So his show had a method to how it made p- kids in general feel comfortable. Yeah, there was something you... So t- like the sweaters that people make fun of, he took the sweater off and he did the same routine every show because like kids need routine. Take the, the jacket off and put the sweater on and they're like, hey, this is relaxed time now. That's that's pretty. Uh, it, it's like it's really like what he did was amazing. He just he spent his whole life making people feel good. He was a super religious person. I did not know that. Yeah, but like his whole thing, he never talked about his religious views or politics. It's tasteful. He was just like, I'm gonna live my life this way, and hopefully, people know I live different. And if they ask why, I'll tell them. Well, the thing that's interesting about that, too, is I remember watching as a kid as he made me feel comfortable, and I learned shit. For, I learned how to tie my shoes watching Mr. They did a whole Mr. week Rock. on divorce. Yeah, they did. They did a week on death. They did, like, uh, the, I think the first episode, they, like, delved into Vietnam territory. It's this very tasteful approach to it. I think um, it's tasteful, but it also doesn't shy you away from the truth, but, like, it helps you cope with it. Right, it's just... It's just a way you can do it to where it's a... Because you're telling it to kids, you know, without it being too fucking, like, heavy, And I kids guess. loved him. Yeah, I, I learned how to A lot of, of the time, people that worked for him were, like, counterculture people. I learned how to tie my fucking shoes for Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like, he's you learn an, shit from this he's guy. He's an incredible person. He, is he still alive? No, he's dead. I wanted to say One thing that. I didn't know, and you find this out in the documentary, and I guess... I don't know if I'm ruining the documentary. I promise you, me telling you tidbits about his life is not going to ruin the feeling and the energy. Well, it's like, say you did research on him yeah. before you saw so, it. It's the it, same thing. Uh, it's, it, he's just incredible. I guess I don't want to ruin the tidbits I learned. but well, I would like to hear a couple. Bring up is that towards the end of his life, there was like a Mr. Rogers backlash. That's what you told me that I thought was kind of insane. It's like, why, why there was is it? a New it... York Times piece that was something to the extent that they showed that was like, Mr. Rogers ruined a generation of children. What? That is, that's and a the thing that, and, But this is how messed up our country is in, in a lot of ways, is the, the case that they were making was like, he told people they were special and people aren't special. Not everybody's going to be special. Yeah, but you're talking to kids. You're talking to kids, and also people are special. You don't, like, in, in a, like, we're special. Yeah, well, yeah. A well, human being special. You should care about another human being. Right. Every human being on the planet has some sort of value attached to themselves when they're starting their life. Right. I know I can get harsh, but, like, I mean, I don't think there that... There are uh, terrible people. There yeah, are terrible people. I, and I'm not saying... It's not special as, like, everybody can be an astronaut. It's special just in you humanity. Have a, there, like, there's humanity. A, like, if you see someone dying on the side of the road who needs water... It's a person. You would give them water. You wouldn't be like, they're not special. It's a person. Yeah, a like person special. And I, I think that's an important message. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. I don't typically... I saw something where uh, a child is told no... Uh, by the time they're in their 20s, a total of like 150,000 times told, no, you can't do that. You can't do this. Yeah. But like a child only hears yes, maybe like 6,000 times in that same span. Hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. But, but, and Mr. Rogers was the yes. He was the person who 
gave you the yes. It, but also, like, what kind of person are you if that's the guy you're trying to put a crusade against with all these terrible people in the world that, that you pick Mr. Rogers? <laughs> Westero Baptist Church was at his funeral. What, what was their complaint? That the, I don't want to give it away. We can talk about it off mic. Go see it, everybody. That's interesting. And I would though. say this. Go see it in the theater because it's very emotional and it makes you feel good. And it makes you, in the times that we live in, where it feels like the world is controlled by bad people, and the world's always kind of been controlled by bad people, but it really, like, you see the power of living a life of kindness and what that does. Well, that's, it's, it's very... Uh, Without me being too emotional. It's very appropriate for the time we It's live. just like, oh, you can just be kind and nice to everybody your whole life, and you leave a beautiful legacy. It's very well-timed. It is, and it's really well done, too. The score, uh, just all of it. Uh, it's so good. Go see it. I'm excited about seeing it. you be my neighbor? It's well timed with all, you know, like, not even... Go see it with a friend, family member. Just go take everybody out. It's fine, it's fine for everybody. It's, it, it, it's, it's well timed not just because of, like, the political climate, either. It's like, you see shit every day. Here, this is a big thing. This is something that kind of bothered me that I saw recently. You this, bothered? Yeah, well, I mean, you'll agree with this. What's that happened, Nick? <laughs> Always. I've made a podcast about it. Um, this, you've seen the video that's circulating of this lady that's calling the police on this kid trying to Selling sell water. water. Yeah. What what kind of person are you? Where it's like you could call the police, like you call the police in like very very dire situations, and I, I'm even skeptical about that at times. You know. To where you see a kid selling water without a permit, which, from what I understand, was on uh, the lady's property. I don't know from the video. The lady said it was her property. I don't know how the other lady d- d- knew that it wasn't for whatever reason. That doesn't matter. It shouldn't it matter. just doesn't say, go to the kid's parent and say, come on, wrap this up. I'll give you, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Let the kid sell some more water. An eight-year-old doesn't need... An eight-year-old's not selling water to live. It's like right. just an eight-year-old, like, just... Sort of like trying to just... You know, you get that drive when you're a kid to, like, have a lemonade stand or something. You know, you see some, somebody with one on TV or something, and you want to try it out. My little, I never did it myself. My little sister used to do it. And that was... Ne- like, you just... That's just a kid being curious, like, and trying something out. And like you said, like, somebody should have done approached it that way. Like, there's, of course, there's, like, legal, like, permits you got to get to do stuff. But it's like, come on. (laughs) I would have looked that lady in the face and said, won't you be my neighbor? Right. Here. Here's a free ticket. Call back. Boom. Crushing this. Well, she would watch the movie. I'm sure she would take the, you know, Fred Feltz, Westboro Baptist approach and fucking picket the fucking movie or something. She'd find some kind of experience. Shout out to the city of Atlanta, man. I love it more every time I go. Yeah, it's fun. I didn't like it a lot, like, probably, even before I started doing comedy, but, like, five, six years ago. But each time I go now, it feels very good. And I just love a lot of the comics that are out there. It's a fun comedy city. Yeah, Ian Bear, David Perdue. I hung out with Chanook for the first time. Like, really hung out. We went and grabbed a slice of pizza and just, like, talked shit. It's so fun to do. Especially, it was so it's... much fun. I liked every... I, I've just had such a good time, man. Atlanta's great comics. I'll be bringing them to shows here. It'll be good. You got out. a new uh, weekly 
here. Yeah, at, uh, do weekly Brennan's. At Brennan's. That's going to be that'll great. be a good one. Um, that's really a good. Fun. That's a good room for comedy, man. I'm excited about those shows. Uh, yeah, Blarney show. Come see it. Five bucks. Come on through, man. So I'm trying to do something good. It's different than a mic. Yeah, book show. Uh, I think Fucking. I think we've got mics to a point that they're okay. It's now time to get yeah, we got the audience to like. Hey, this is the difference. Yeah, this is like book. This is polished material people are doing. Yeah, this is not some sort of. They're just trying to get five dollars for the same thing. No, it's yeah, yeah. going to be different. It's exactly. going to be better. No, this is this is this is people that have like worked on shit, polished it, tested it at the mics, and doing what works. Yeah. Um. So. What You Be My Neighbor was a feel-good movie. Made you feel good. Give. Um, yeah, I mean, it made me feel good. It made me a little bit sad that the world's not more full of people like that. Sure. It made me sad that I'm not more like that. Uh, but it was, it was sort of feel-good. But, I mean, there were people weeping at the end of it. Yeah. Who were just... Because it is very emotional. Well, the reason I ask is because we just saw a movie that uh, wasn't... A feel-good movie. It was for the first half. It's the first half. Then it takes this very dark turn. Um, it was like a hangout movie the first half. It was. It reminded me of... And we're talking about the movie American Animals, uh, which I think will be a top five. Or I, well, you know, we still got another half a year left. But got a lot of stuff left. It's a top five right now from what I've seen. It's a great it's movie. It's a great movie. It's uh, a great movie. It exceeded my expectations. I thought the trailer, like... I was like, I want to see this when it comes out for sure. But it was like, it exceeded my expectations tremendously because the first half is like, you know, it's, you know, you like you say, you love, you love when people are scheming. You like, a I good, love schemes. I love a good scheme. He loves a, a good scheme. You know, we just saw Ocean's 8. We did see Ocean's 8 together. Do you want to talk about that before we get to We can't briefly because uh, the more I sit and think about it, like, it was a fun movie. It served its purpose. Um, I, We'll probably never watch it again, though. It, it, you're, you're never, if it's just, like, kind of on TV one Sure, morning. I'll do that. I won't seek it out. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like It'll a, be a rewatch on TNT or something. It is not close in terms of quality, and I feel bad because I feel like the cast in it is just as good. It's not solid. Better, solid cast. But it doesn't hold up to any of the Oceans movies because Steven Soderbergh did a director. Right. It's like um, solid cast... Uh, if Soderbergh would have directed it, for sure would have been better. Yeah, we're no the whole s- time watching the movie, I'm just like, why did Soderbergh not direct it? We're, we're, weird performance from Sandra Bullock, who's not, uh, who plays it very low key. Yeah, I'm honestly. Oh, don't talk negatively about Sandra Bullock. I don't think she's the best actress, man. Uh, oh, man, neither is George Clooney, but you can play the cool kid. True. Tr- I mean, sure. I agree with that. Uh, she she did fine in it. She did fine in it. Oh, man. The Heat, Heat's one of the, the Heat is one of the, the best good. comedies ever made. The Heat's good. Um, I just don't think... The Heat's great. I think there could have been... If we're talking about, comp- like, she... George Clooney like level, yeah, sure. Like she did, she she did her part in the movie. She's a good actress. Oh shit! This table about fell down on my side. Did it? Fucking Tim Wangle giving me this. Get sold me a lemon. He gave it to me. He, he took it. Get, he took the time out of his day to bring it to me and give it to me. It to yeah. Your house. Shout out to Tim Wangle. No, Tim Wangle's the sweetest dude ever. I would never disparage that guy for real. Um, but yeah, it was it. Yeah, I mean the movie could have been better, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's I fun had to fun. watch. It's fun to watch 
A bunch of beautiful people steal stuff from other beautiful people. The only yeah. schemes, man. You like a good scheme, hop on it. That's the thing with that one, though, is it didn't feel like it had stakes the whole time. It didn't, too. but it was very light. Yeah, it's a very it was very light and fluffy. American Animals. It's the uh, it's the Gabriel Iglesias of movies. It's yeah. very fluffy. Very Paul Simon, you know. Yeah, it's like the album Graceland. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, well, American Animals, though, um, starts out, it's a little, uh, they're, they're planning to... And, and can I say this? American Animals is about a very well-known robbery that happened in the early 2000s. Yeah. Can I recommend to you, the listener, do not research anything that happened. No, not at all. It Because there to was it. a point during the movie where I wanted to look at you and be like, have you read about this? Like, yeah. do you know what happened? I didn't know shit about it. I didn't know. I was like, do they get away? Do they get caught? Like, what happened? It was very well done. There was a point where I... Questioning it. I didn't think it was real, like, at first. I thought they hired actors... Because it's set like a documentary, too. Like, documentary, like, within the movie kind and of thing. And it also kind of gets you into the mind of what they were thinking. Oh, because at a certain point you're like, yeah, this will be easy to steal this twelve million dollar thing. Big time. You like seesaw back and forth between would I do this? Maybe I would. Maybe I would. They're terrible people. Yeah, they did something awful. Like we'll get to that. Terrible. Basically, what it was though is they they uh uh, they try to rob their college library. Right, because there's a book there. uh, There's multiple books. There's multiple books like at twelve million. Like a twelve. The the value is at twelve million. And Two they pl- friends start trying to plan it. Right. And it's Evan Stuff Peters. Just, yes. Who is great in the X-Men movies. But in this, it's like, man, he's really fucking good. Like, he was the standout in this for sure. Like, as far as acting goes. He wasn't my favorite character. But as far as the acting goes, he knocked it out of the fucking park. Like, I want to see him do more shit like this. Uh, instead of, like, big budget, you know, Marvel movies. But he fucking crushed it. Uh, Great movie. It gets very like okay. Well, the first half of it, it's very lighthearted, like almost a comedy. It's buddies, you know, scheming. Yeah, scheming. Trying to trying to steal a, a book. Well, you're like, hey, we're gonna try to get twelve million dollars. Yeah, and, and it seems easy. Take some books. Then they start getting into the planning of it. Into the real nitty gritty of it. And the real nitty gritty includes there is a. Well, I won't. Well, s- let's not do that. Nobody's seen it. They do some fucked up shit to... to People get involved. People get involved in it. People get involved and it doesn't become about books anymore. It, 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 it tur- takes this dark turn to where it's like, you. it's deeply upsetting. Like also it actually, handling what... How do you feel after you cross that line and do something like that? How yes. does it affect you for the rest of your life? Like, you can't ever be the same person again. Right. So the listener knows, though, so they get a good idea. They do something that's kind of like, oh, man, this is... They shouldn't have fucking done this. This is... this is. Well, because the whole time, you're rooting for them. Yeah, and then they, they do all, that. All care, And they do it in a weird sort of faux documentary style. Mm-hmm. You know how they did it? How I, Tanya, should have happened as it was, a real you're movie. right i rewatched that too uh I, tanya's terrible yeah it's not that good uh uh i liked I, it tanya when tanya's not i like the performances and this performances. Say nothing against the actors but it was and not good it, it had its moments but also yes the way they did this one should have been how i tanya was uh but yeah when it takes that dark turn uh it's just like 
it made me wonder, like, I wanted to ask you. So for the listener, just keep in mind, they do something terrible, like unfucking forgivable uh, almost. Well, unforgivable for sure, but this was in 2004. They were young, and you hear them talk about it like it happened so fast. It was really one person's fault that's... That I don't think it was. I don't think it was, man. I don't think it was one person's fault. No, I mean like the particular thing we're talking about that's like super fucked up they did. Yeah, um, but they all knew it had... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. If, if we're talking about morality, they all knew it had to be done, and yeah. someone out of the group had to do it. Mm-hmm. And they... They were okay with they it. They were okay so. to turn the other way. As long as it wasn't, yeah. As long as it personally wasn't them who had to do it. It's also one of those things... Well, let's say, for example... My main point is they were young, not to excuse it, but also, like... How do I even word this? They... Do you think, like, they're, after marinating on it for 15 years, that, like, they've learned from it and, like, have a moral compass that, that like, is a, a good moral compass now, especially after going through something like that? I don't like know, that? man. It's, it's a movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happened, didn't they it? They couldn't be. Well, it did, but they can't be monsters and be like, yo, you know what? We're kind of cool with it. Yeah, and they, yeah, they did make a movie of it. Also, the person who directed this, uh, Bart Layton. Yeah. First uh, feature film. He did a documentary before. You might not want to lean on this table like that. Oh, this part right here is the part that's fucked up. Unless you're so, convinced. like, he's mainly known for doing episodes of Locked Up Abroad, which is interesting. That makes sense. It like, doesn't. I, I love Locked Up Abroad. I love Locked Up. Yeah, what a great show. He also did a documentary called The Imposter that we need to watch. Is it a documentary or like a feature length, like actual scripted movie? It's his first scripted movie. Oh, word. Yeah, I, I looked it up and, and it. The and, last, and the last thing he did was 2012 that he directed. Yeah, that I, I looked up The Imposter and saw a lot of good, good things said about it. Yeah, Bart Layton though. This is really. Special thing. Yeah, it's really good. I, I like movies that like great a soundtrack. It. It's I a mean, good soundtrack. Really great. The only thing I didn't like was uh, Vitamin C by Can, just because yeah, it's inherent after, vice already. After Inherent Vice used it in one of the coolest openings Perfection. of any movie, it's like okay, you kind of can't use that song anymore. I feel that way about that. And there was, um, did you see Atomic Blonde? <laughs> no. It's okay. But that, the, Charlize the, Theron? Yeah, the song choices... Kicking it. I don't like movies, One Man Against the World. I mean, it's got to be really good. It's got to be like John Wick. Like John Wick. Wick. John Wick's John great. Wick's good, but there's not many of those I get down with. It's not as good as John Wick, for sure. Like, I wish there's it not, was. There's Charlize Theron's no, better great. than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, for sure. Um, Especially after watching uh, Tully. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, the direction of it has a lot to do with that, for sure, because... Uh, Atomic Blonde, whoever directed that, um, is a terrible director. It, the song choices in it, they used Cat People by David Bowie. Oh, that did. was used in Glorious Bastards to perfection. You can't use that in anything again. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it, you cannot top that part. Like, uh, so, like, I'm weird. Like, that's funny you mentioned that. I, I was going to say, like, that was the one song where it's like, you can't do that again. Paul, PTA did that. But even then, I was still like, it's not terrible. It's just no, like no. the it, beginning it, of Inherent Vice. And Inherent Vice to me is not like a favorite movie of mine. Yeah. But that opening scene. It's great. 
when those drums kick in. Right. It's great. And honestly, if it hadn't been done, that would have been amazing in this because that, that, that was the first time I heard it uh, in Inherent Vice. Like, I, I, I had heard of the band Can for years and just never even really checked them out. So good when he's geeked out. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just like movies that... <laughs> I, thought, I remember when that opening scene happened and I was like, this is about to be the greatest yeah. movie ever. And then I was like, it's maybe not. not. Maybe not. <laughs> it's... Um, but yeah, I like movies like American Animals that uh, mislead you from the beginning and then just take a complete fucking 180 into like... Because... It, 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 right at the about around the hour mark of this movie when all the shit hits the fan it's like hits it fucking hard like it's who the director of this did a great job of just kind of doing the sound it. the sound editing was really good enough yes it really yeah it was cuz like uh especially in the theater like you can use like the uh speakers they have there like you, you, to great effect like watching i see it in a theater for sure um, God, sound is such a big deal in movies. It really is. I notice shit like that now. Maybe it's because like, we go to the movie theaters a lot and we sound like dicks, but like we probably do. But it's like it adds to it to me. Like you can really respect like the sound editing in a movie when it's done well. You yeah. know, like uh, what's his name uh, that made Blade Runner twenty forty nine Arrival and oh uh, Dennis Villeneuve. I always say his name wrong. Right. I'm sure. Can't we just call him Dennis? I mean, what how many Dennis? other Dennis directors are? Did Dennis Hopper? Yeah, yeah just Easy Rider that I know of. But yeah. that's like, but let's just call him Dennis. Let's hey, Dennis. everybody, can we just call him Dennis? Yeah, Dennis. He's going to be a big deal for a long time. Right. He's he's going to be like uh, this generation's like Ridley Scott. It's almost like the, and I know you're not a basketball fan, but there's a guy who plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. I like basketball. Whose name is uh, Giannis on it. Ah, on, See, your point, on, I think your point. Onyx and Akumbo, but everybody just calls him Giannis. The you first just proved name. your point. I, well, no, the point is, is that He's such a big deal. We've got to find some way to make this more. You got to figure it out. Yeah, like they're just like we'll call him Giannis. Let's just call him Dennis. You know what I watched the other day? Speaking of awesome sci-fi directors, uh, I watched Sunshine again. Ooh, what a good movie, dude! Like Danny Boyle, like he needs to fucking team up with Alex Garland again, man. Alex Garland needs to write a script. I mean, because he's a good director in his own right, obviously. But I would like to see them pair up again. Like, because 28 Days Later is, like, one of the only, that generation, like, early 2000s zombie movie I was on I remember with. seeing that at the movie theater, Pack Movie Theater. Yeah, man, that was awesome. I love that movie. I have, I, a really, I have a really embarrassing story about when I saw it in the movie theater. Tell that. No, dude. Come on, you can't just. I did. I messed up. I'm, I'm the drunk people, on pizza from us eating pizza earlier. The people want to hear it, man. I don't think they do. Uh, they do. I got a hand job in that movie. That's not that bad. From when I was in uh, high school. It's not, but it's not like a hand job movie. And it took like no, an no, abnormally no, no. long amount of time. Because I was like, the whole time I was like kind of watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is actually good. Hold on. This is. This dry hand, teenage <laughs> hand job. <laughs> Spit on your fucking oh, hand or something. Oh, no, she was doing a very nice thing, you know. I wait, was wait, doing like, nothing. We, we still keep in touch. <laughs> I, I, I was doing nothing. She yeah. was doing a lot to try to make me feel good. A hand job. It's, more, it's about, more on me. I should have like been like, you know what? Let's. You can stop. Yeah. But I didn't. I wasn't like, you know what? I did it at a certain point. And then it kind of became like, well, this needs to go ahead and happen because this movie's good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, complaining about hand jobs too. We are really. This is. Is this the most risque episode of? 
Oh no, no. When my friend Wade's on, you should listen to those. We get pretty. I've had complaints about it. Like, oh really? Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I love how you treat you like. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't go back on any of it. Like, it's just how I feel. It's not anything like that makes me a piece of shit. It's just my opinion about. Certain no, I things. think you're okay. I like messing with you. You're. I don't uh, think I'm a bad not like person. messing with you, but it's just fun because. You know, I'm antsy about it. You are antsy. (laughs) You also are like me, and you're just like I can see it because it's like just so much anxiety about like, oh, everybody's the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't want people to think I'm just some curmudgeon that hates everybody. I get like when I complain about people, I give everybody a fair shot, and like if you blow it, that's fun. Like I don't hate you. I'll even still be friends with you, but everybody has something about them that's annoying. I have a ton of things about me that are annoying. But it's just it's you it's your it's being human, uh, but I still can complain about it, and I like oh it's cathartic to do for me. I don't it's know cathartic. It's good to purge. It really is. It's it's a it's a. I have to explain to people when I complain about something they do, to not take it too serious. Can like, we for a second talk about Jamie Fox? Sure. Why? <laughs> well, did you see any of the BET Awards stuff he hosted? I didn't. What did he do? He didn't do anything bad. He didn't do anything particularly good either. It's just like, Jamie Foxx is one of our best actors. He's pretty good. And he's one of those guys I don't want to like, but he's just too good. I like Jamie Foxx. I always have. Think I don't about, like think about some... what he's in. Baby Driver, he's excellent. Yeah, he's great in movies. Have you ever seen Collateral with Tom yeah, Cruise? he's great. That's an amazing movie. I think He's great in Ali. I think his work's great. Any given Sunday, Django Unchained. Right. This dude has like 15 movies. Ray. Mm-hmm. You start going through them and you're just like, why is this guy hosting a show on Fox about Shazam? I don't know. With him, I think maybe he wants to. Like he, he I think that's just kind of something that's. Or maybe he wants. Maybe he wants to do different things. I think host. that's what it is. Do you? Because he, 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 he did the part, song with Kanye. Remember, and he's. <laughs> Nailed that. Well, he did that, and he also did uh, Blame It on the Alcohol, right? Right, he did. With T-Pain. He did, and that's good. It's a good song. Classic. It's a good song. With him, I don't like... He seems like kind of a bully. I don't know... I think he's a nice guy. Did you ever see that roast where he just fucking shit on that comic that, like, bombed? It's a roast, though. Yeah, but he was like... He went... He crossed lines on that, in my opinion. Because he it, did. Yeah. Have you heard him talk about it? No. How the comic was backstage before the roast and wasn't prepared, and was shit talking all the other comics on there about. No, he I didn't. Was, he was the funniest guy, and uh, why does this guy get to do movies and this, that, and the other? You haven't heard Jamie? Fox no, talk I haven't about heard about that. Yeah, that's why all the other comics are kind of laughing because it's like this dude was back here. Or just that. Oh, so he's some kind of like comedian so and so that like thinks he's a fucking badass, and and then it's like Jamie Fox is like, also he's like, the host dude. of the roast, and this dude's bombing. And you think that like, comedian that bombed like has all his show posters have been like had dice on it <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, man, I'm going through his filmography right now. Horrible Bosses, great. Yeah, he's amazing in that. He's great in everything he's, he's been in. Uh, that did turn me on. I understand how roast... I guess you're, I guess you're right. It, he has had some lulls, but it's like... Well, my main thing with him was... Django the, alone, like... 
White House Down is kind of a fun, stupid action movie. Well, the thi- I want to clarify this to... Baby, he's great in Baby Driver. Yeah, he's the one of the best parts of it. Yeah, him and John Hammer. And are then really him and my favorite actor, Kevin the Spacey. The Kingdom is a good movie. He did do that bad movie, The Soloist. Let me clarify this. I know, like... Jarhead! Oh, my God. Yeah, Jarhead's so great. good in Jarhead. It's not as good as Jarhead 3, though. Come on. They made a lot of Jarhead. Right? They did. Straight the video Walmart releases. Um... I understand how roast worked too. I want to clarify when I said he crossed the line that I meant like I just oh, yeah, thought he the was players club booty call. Yeah, correct. I thought he was like just kind of like cornering this one like comedian does, nobody if you knew. Just watch that clip. You're like, why's Jamie Fox got a pick on it? That's but what I, I thought. I did hear you know? an interview where he was like, yeah, you know, comedy's like a sport, and this guy's back there talking all this stuff. That makes sense. I'm, I, I back him 100 percent on that. Though. Also, I'm the host, and it's on TV. And as a host... And you're not prepared either? And like, it's a roast. Yeah, I get that. And, I, you're bomb, and you're bombing really hard, and I need to make sure the show goes well for everybody else. My mind's been changed on that completely. Then. Well, I mean, you should listen Honestly. to it, and maybe I'm wrong. No, I, no. I if that's the case, then you're not wrong. But like, if you want to go backstage and be talking shit before a show about how you're going to blow everybody out the water and be the funniest guy... Be, I don't like this whole... Uh, I don't like arrogant comedians. You know what I mean? It's just such a silly thing to be arrogant Being arrogant about. as a comedian is strange because the whole thing's supposed to be self-deprecating. It is, and it's like you're essentially like a clown that like goes on the road and, and tells your jokes. It's silly. It's yeah. silly to be like, yeah, man, like, don't give this rock star rapper fucking head about it. Like, it's, it's, just make it fun. Well, there is a certain aspect where you gotta pump yourself up at certain people. I get it. Feel funny. Sure, sure. What I have to do before There's the that makes involved. me feel best, what I have, the thing I have to do that I know I'm gonna have a good set is if I can riff and joke with people right before going up. Sure, that's fun as fuck. Backstage, like, before I go up. But in, and it's got to be within, like, five, ten minutes of me going up. But, like, an hour before, I need, like, complete silence. I just want to be left alone. Sure, yeah. You, you, it's important to have a camaraderie, like, in your scene, too. Like, but to it's be not able a to... talking shit thing. It's just a fun, like, No, yeah. Around. There needs to be, like, camaraderie like that in every scene, I think, to where uh, you can bust each other's balls like that. I mean, you don't want to just be flat out mean, but, like... Fucking around, you know, with shit like that. It's called riffing. It's called riffing. <laughs> Let's look into it. Oh, it's called riffing. Oh, oh. little Miss Muffet. <laughs> you got any so, recommendations of stuff I should watch? Um, what? I, I do. Uh, I'm still, man, I watched Fences last night. You don't like that movie, do you? I love that movie. Okay, no, no, no. I'm, I'm one some... of the few people who really loves that movie. That's what it is, then. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I don't really know. It's you and Terry T, right? Didn't yeah, Terry I think T- Terry T. Dick's Fences, too. That's what it was. Fences is so good. It's peak-level Denzel talking shit, chewing up scenes <laughs> with Viola Davis. Chewing up scenes. He, that's like what that he's one. doing. Him and Viola no, Davis you just this- going like haymaker for haymaker. And it's like, who doesn't want to see that? You, you had this... Uh, this vernacular I love where you're like you said something on Twitter that like it was just how you said it 
it was a word you used that like I don't hear much, and it made me laugh so fucking hard. It was like you and Davenport arguing about sandwiches, and you were like, "Yo, this sandwich smoke is real." <laughs> that shit cracked me the fuck up. <laughs> sandwich smoke is the real. sandwich smoke. You hey, so you said this. that then uh, that shit snaps. That's one I love. That one. It's a man of fucking catchphrases. Over a man. Here. I wish it would translate to stand up, and I could. No, like you do it like. For me, anyway, like I like you incorporate that into your your set. There's no like Nick it. Thomas is the only person who likes my stand up. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Word on the street is you are trash. That I'm the only that Nick Thomas is the only one that likes it. Have you got Adam Condra on here yet? I haven't. He'd probably. He usually, I think you would be good on here. Extend a hand on here. I'd like to do it with, if he comes on. I'd like to just sit. In the back. We do need to get with like, a mic and just kind of every once in a while chime in. Yeah, I we like need to. We need to get a. Uh, He's doing his man. album in in July. You he is have him on beforehand. I should. He needs to come over here and promote that shit. Yeah, I think I've got him on something soon. Yeah, he's great. Um, I didn't he mean is, to just bring up Adam Condra, but no, that's what we do. We polish the the cock on here. Well, we talk no. about Peter Davenport. Let's we talk like. about Tuscaloosa Peter Davenport. <laughs> well, Adam, uh, a lot of people don't know this. Like, He's just a very, he's good at writing, you know. He's a good writer. He, he's also a good hang. Yeah, he's a great hang. He's a great hang, you know, like just like a legit, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll talk about movies with that fool all he day. Show, he just shows up at stuff, you know. He's like, very supportive and also can back up like He's just a well-rounded dude. Yeah, he's he's a pleasure to be around. Other than being a Cardinals fan, you but know? I mean, no offense to him, but nobody gives a shit. I <laughs> I care, Nick. Thomas. That's the thing with me is I care. I care so much. Well, I'm trying to think of something I I, I would recommend because uh, I mean, Big I've Little Oz. Things on the docket. Big Little Oz for sure. Been, okay. been, I ate that up in a fucking sitting. That was great. You know who's chewing scenes in that one's fucking Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. She's great. Nicole, the, the whole crew. Nicole Kibben, fucking uh, uh, Adam Scott, who has a great podcast with Scott Aukerman called You Talking You Two to Me. They talk about, well, they have a new, it's an REM one now, which I actually am a big REM fan. I've got so. a few. I've got a few. Yeah, Re- what's Rex. Up? Rex, Rex. What's them uh, Rex? Hit me with them. Um, I've really, I've really come to enjoy, uh, I'm dying up here on Sunday nights. See, it's grown on me and I just, I don't care how ridiculous it is because I just have grown. Maybe there's it's a lot of funny people I involved. I don't like right? Westworld. I, I've said from the beginning, like people are turning on and it there's on not a two. Sunday show for me to watch, but like, that's it. And I kind of like the show. I like seeing everybody. There's barely any stand-up in it in the second there season. There you go. I'll, I'll watch it then. But Brad Garrett has a really good role on it. I He's love Brad He's in the second Garrett. season. He plays a great role about a bitter comic. You know, people shit on Everybody Loves Raymond, but that show was funny. Brad Garrett's the best part of that show. Yeah. Ray Romano is great. What a career, huh? He needs to be in more movies. He was great. In the, he was like one of my favorite parts of The Big Sick. Um, oh, he was so good in the Big Sig. Did you see that show he had with Andre Brower? Oh, Men of a Certain Age? Yeah. I didn't see it. It's a but good it looked, show, but man. It was one good of those... Sh- um, oh, here's a, something I don't recommend. Uh, Arrested Development Season 5 is terrible. Is it? Is yes. it that bad? It's just... You know, 
I love that show. Like, seasons one through three are like my favorite comedy show besides like Mystery Science Theater 3000. And it's one of those things like, you should have left it alone. Like, it was legendary in the three seasons it ran. And it was one of those things where, like, at the time, people were like, oh, please don't cancel this. But, like, the time has passed, you know. Like, we're over, we were over it. We would have been fine without the fourth season, which I didn't hate like everybody else did. But season five they is They knew it just, would make money and people would watch. Right. Season five is just boring. Is it? Yes. I think Mike McCall likes it, but um, other I mean, than that. I you said that almost like an aside. Yeah, I remember him saying something about it on Facebook. I think Narado was talking about how he didn't like it, and we're I'm saying this like I like both of those guys. I love McCall. Congrats to him and the family. For sure, I need to get. I've been trying to get him on here. He's too fucking busy. He's a super busy guy, but you know. <coughs> yeah, McCall's McCall's. In the end, we all become available. McCall's one of those people I used to want to hate so bad. When I first started, because he just roasted me at Mike so much. But uh, he's a good buddy. He made me better at stand-up. Paul's a good guy. He bullied me into being better. Yeah. I was lucky (laughs) to come around where there was nobody here. So I didn't deal with the whole lot. The the, the hazing? Oh, man. I didn't deal with a lot of, like... It's just sort of residual stuff from older people who come around who I still feel like the new guy at a lot of times. Yeah. It's crazy, like, that I made it through that. (laughs) <laughs> like and didn't quit. Honestly, you most certainly have. I'm glad I did. Uh, I moved to LA, you know, almost directly because of that, just to try it somewhere else. But it's cool. Like I like that. That's a thing that I went through and and made it out the other side, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how it always is. It's Especially tough. For I, people who are like, I really want to start comedy, and it's like, okay, we'll go up there and get roasted every night, like. I'll, I'll say it like I mean it's not something a lot of people could do and like want to keep know, doing it. That's the thing that I feel like isn't talked a lot about in comedy is like how much shit you've just got to take. You have to take shit most of the time. Most of it is taking shit and, and and chalking it up to a loss. But when you get those wins, it's like so good that you're just like, well, I can't stop doing this. You are very right. Right. It's like you just—it's too good. Like when I was on drugs, even I was still like, "No, it's this is still better <laughs> like than drugs." Oh, a good set beats anything. Not to sound lame, because it does. I don't but think it's it true. Lame at all. Well, it's also just true. Like that's just the way it is. Well, what you know what I mean. Sure, I'm it not- sounds like an old cliche, like nothing beats that fucking you know high, but it doesn't. It's the best thing ever. I think that's why we go to open mics. Yeah, I don't you- think it's weird to be like, hey, this is fucking uh, incredible. Right, it's just the wording. This is why we comparing all do- it to <laughs> like this is why we all do it. You know? Right, exactly. Like this is it. Like it's it feels great. But there's then even the next night you feel terrible. Because right. you feel like you've lost it. Well, there's it's also... Like anytime you ever like, man, I got a handle on this. Well, there's better... There, there's knots, too, where it's so shitty, but, like, when you look back on it, I'm glad it happened because it's funny, you know? You get good stories out of that. Like, I like... My favorite thing is going out of town with comics and doing shows and getting stories out of that. 
It's fun. It's like fun. We, we have a great story going on at home. Yeah, when well, we went to we Nashville recently. Now. Nashville was interesting. Nashville was a right? good one. That was such a fun show. I need to call that dude and get booked on that again. We should go up and do that we show again. We should go again. do it again. Nick Woodruff's good people. Yes, he is. He so runs a, a really good show. A lot of things available. A lot of opportunities available. Oh, can I tell you about doing jokes on Bourbon Street? What time yeah. are we at? We're at 52, but I don't, it's not a time limit on this. Okay. Uh, we probably do need to get to the fucking We got to so. go. I just sent the list off to everybody. Uh, so I was in New Orleans and uh, was hungover as balls walking around at 830 in the morning through the French Quarter. Found a little place. New Orleans is incredible. Just found a place, sat down, had a beer and a coffee to take the edge off. And... Um, I get a message uh, from my buddy Jason from Lafayette. It's like, hey man, saw you were in New Orleans. What are you doing here? We start messaging back and forth. It's like doing any shows. Then I uh, get on a show on Bourbon Street the next night. Oh, or that night, I get on a show at Bourbon Street at 10.30. It was at a gay bar. It was Word. called Comedy Cabaret. And the lineup of the show, there was a real good comic, the host. I forget his name. Uh, we'll tag him in the comments or whatever. He hosted, did a great job up front. Two drag queens, then I went up. Two drag queens, then another comic went up. And then two drag queens, another one did. What a fun time. Yeah, that sounds fun. It was a rowdy show. It's not for the people who are like, you better be quiet in here. You know? Like, yeah. It was very like, get over the fact that it's going to be kind of loud. It's on Bourbon Street. Right. It's going to get fucking rowdy there. And I did my set, and uh, it was just a lot of fun, man. Doing jokes around super drunk people in bars. I fucking, fun. I yeah. mean, I get we all want people to listen to us, and we're like, I have the microphone, you shut up. Yeah. But it's like... You can't control that. Sometimes it's just fun to get up in a weird place and tell jokes in front of people. And then after I got done, I wasn't feeling super great about my set because there was noise throughout it. Sure. But like people came outside and they're like, great set. Are you doing any more shows tonight down here? We'll come. And it's like, oh, okay. Is it why I do this? Yeah. I, I didn't feel super great about it, but it, people loved it. Well, it's a thing too. You're on Bourbon Street, like you said, and it's like, think about it this way. Like you're doing a set... Basically, in the middle of chaos. There's All no these way. People are from different parts of the country. There's no They're way. Yeah. Who stumbled in here because they saw drag queens, and now you're up there. Yeah. <laughs> it was people. I was. I did not kill like the drag queens killed. I promise you that the drag. Who queens, does though? You know. They are incredible, man. These drag queens were so good. It's really tough to follow somebody doing Whitney Houston. Oh my god, they did Whitney Houston. Dope. No, drag right queens. before me, it was like Whitney Houston. Those guys, I was like, this guy from Birmingham, and Birmingham gets a weird vibe when they introduce you from Birmingham. Yeah, I want to start being like, can you just say I'm from Miami or something? <laughs> from Gardendale, Alabama. <laughs> I think I should do that. That sounds good. Well, yeah, man, we're gonna wrap it up. But yeah, man, Nick, always a blast. Thanks for having me on. Always. Uh, a Pod Thomas Anderson is coming. Yes. We just we're gonna make sure it's we want to be good. We're gonna it's make gonna it be good. really good. There's gonna be drops. Sound uh, Blarney show. It's gonna be every good every Tuesday starting next week. Hoorah, hoorah! For sure, check that out. All right, thanks, Nikki T. Holla. All right, take it easy, guys.